Well, good afternoon. Uh, welcome, uh, and welcome to our, our guests here today. I'm Jacob Hacker. I'm the director of ISPS, and I've picked up this mic because I'd like to sing you a little song. No, <laughs> just kidding. Um, I'm going to spare you of that. And actually, I'm going to hand this off to Eitan uh, momentarily. Um, Eitan Hirsch, assistant professor here at Yale, a resident fellow of the Institution for Social and Policy Studies, uh, and uh, also um, a frequent media commentator on NPR and PBS and all other similar media outlets, BBC, uh, Center, you know, the Canadian Public Broadcasting Network. Um, and uh, Eitan is going to uh, tell you a little bit more about the format of the event, um, but uh, he is uh, someone who's been working in the area of political campaigns and, in fact, has brought to academics a, an amazing resource uh, called Catalyst, which is essentially the entire voting uh, public of the United States in one data set. So there are two hosts of this event. Um, first, the Scholar Strategy Network. Um, I'm on the steering committee of the Scholar Strategy Network, and it is an amazing institution. It's, it's so recent that you may not have heard of it, but it already has over 500 academics and academic uh, and, and scholars from across the United States working on uh, important policy issues. If you're interested, you can go to scholarstrategynetwork.org. Um, and the, the goal of the Scholar Strategy Network is basically to bring good research and thinking to the uh, to the to the broader public, to policy experts, and I should say, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, SSN as a whole does not endorse any political party, candidate, or specific policy position. Uh, in other words, it doesn't improve this message, but it does improve this conversation. Um, and then finally, I'd just like to mention ISPS, uh, the center I direct. The Institution for Social and Policy Studies has a long and storied history here at Yale. It was started in the 1960s, um, and its goal is to bring the best uh, interdisciplinary social science research and thinking to bear on important uh, public policy issues. Um, and uh, we have the Center for the Study of American Politics, uh, which is uh, the home for uh, top-level American politics research at Yale. We also have a center on health policy and a new center starting up on inequality. And if you're interested in any of these topics or in the work that ISPS does, uh, you should get signed up on our website. It's uh, uh, isps.yale.edu. We have a um, we have a newsletter that's put together by Tori Bilski here uh, and tells you about all the exciting things that are happening. Um, one exciting thing that's happening is we're just about to accept our new director's fellows. Um, and so you can go to the website and see uh, what that's about. But it's Yale College students who are interested in these topics and who want to be uh, working with ISPS uh, to develop their skills as policy thinkers. Um, so I will now hand off uh, the mic to Eitan, um, and thank you all for coming. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music thinkers, and we are the dreamers of dreamers. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Oh, thank you. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA, it is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever.
Well, it didn't happen. Here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? My fellow Americans, it's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their name. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless greed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. Children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much, and may God bless America. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to all of our guests. Uh, thank you for being here for this event about uh, transparency and disclosure and campaign contributions. I just wanted to offer a few words of thanks and introduction before we, I turn it over to our speakers. Uh, thanks. First of all, thank you to, uh, I should thank and disclose our funders, ISPS and SSN. Thank you for, um, thank you for your support and thank you especially to Jacob for um, supporting this, this project. Um, I would like to thank Pam Green, who put all the details of this together, and it's very attentive to detail, and thank you so much for your help in putting this together. Um, afterwards, everyone should stick around. We're going to have a reception uh, where we can continue the conversation in the back up there after we're done here. Um, let me just say a little bit about why we're here. As, as many of you probably know, um, the Supreme Court has uh, not looked kindly on a lot of regulations of uh, campaign finance limits imposed by states to the federal government. Uh, but the Supreme Court has provided governments with some wiggle room in disclosure. What that means is that uh, the court does not see it as a violation of First Amendment rights to require that we, the public learns about who donated what, to whom, how much. Um, and so there could be some policy movement in this area. There hasn't been any policy reform recently yet, but there's a lot of room. There's wiggle room. and so. This event is meant to try to figure out what we should do with that wiggle room um, and whether there is um, um, a good reason and a good outcome that we could have from requiring more disclosure in political contributions. Uh, why are we doing this event here? Uh, this is not actually an area of campaign finance that I've been particularly interested in researching so far or that I haven't research, conducted research in. But when Jacob, um, suggested we do an event. I was excited about this topic really for two reasons. And so I want to tell you those two reasons. The first reason is that this is an area of public discourse, campaign finance, that is very politicized, very polarized. People have very strong views. And those views tend to be steeped in a, in a, in a language of partisanship. And I think that's a shame, because the issues at play here are, are serious and difficult. They pit two of our most important values against one another, our value of free expression and speech related to politics and to elections with this value of having a kind of election that has integrity and, and a clean election that we, that we, think, that we think supports our, our democratic values. And these are both kind of uh, wishy-washy concepts, but they're both concepts that we talk and care a lot about. Um, and we can have a debate about what those concepts mean and uh, how they, uh, they they should, you know, which values should hold more weight. 
But um, oftentimes, the debate we have is just uh, about partisan sides. And so I think at ISPS in particular, uh, we, can prevent, we, can, we can present an issue like this in a way that's, that's, uh, that we set aside our partisan inclinations and focus more on, on the issues. And so uh, that's one of the reasons I think we're here today. Another reason we're here today is that uh, disclosure laws in particular and policy reform about disclosure uh, demands empirical evidence. Not all areas of public policy are quite like this, uh, that the debate between two sides, um, one side can sink or swim based on empirical evidence, but this is one of them, right? If we care to know that, if we think that disclosure laws are going to do X, Y, or Z, we want to try to provide some tests for that. And so there's an opportunity here for empirical social scientists, which half our panel is, to talk to folks who are engaged in policy reform and the legal side of, of, of public policy, which our half the panel is, to try to connect empirical evidence and research with policymaking. Right? Uh, uh, campaign finance is an area of law where there's a lot of lawyerly assertion, no offense, a lot of, a lot of assertions about right, what it means that there might be corruption or if campaign finance laws are supposed to uh, if disclosure laws are supposed to change the behavior of voters or of donors or of politicians, the political scientists among us want to say, prove it, prove it, prove what you think is happening is happening. And so by bringing two sides together, the, the, the social scientists with the lawyers, we hope to be um, advancing this debate. And I think that's right in line with the agenda of ISPS and with the Scholar Strategy Network. And so that's why we're here. Um, and so I hope we're going to have a great conversation. Our format is as follows. Each of our four speakers um, are going to talk, one after the other, for about eight or ten minutes um, about campaign finance laws, about disclosure laws, about social science research on campaign finance, and about social science, re social science research on disclosure laws. And then we're going to open it up for discussion, discussion uh, panelist to panelist, and then we're also going to welcome um, your comments. So please... Uh, uh, for the first part of the conversation, start taking notes and see what you want to ask about, and then we'll have plenty of opportunity for group discussion. Let me just introduce our panelists briefly. Uh, Trevor Potter here is a distinguished actor who plays a lawyer on television. Uh, no, uh, Trevor Potter is a distinguished lawyer who has sometimes been on television as his role as Stephen Colbert's lawyer, but in, in real life, he um, is in the law firm Kaplan and Drysdale. He's the founding president of the Campaign Legal Center, former commissioner and chairman of the Federal Election Commission, uh, general counsel to the McCain campaigns for president, a defender of the McCain-Feinkel Bipartisan Campaign Reform Act, um, and one of the most uh, the prominent distinguished lawyers in this field. Uh, Heather Gerken is from our law school here. She's the J. Skelly Wright Professor of Law, author of many great articles, a former clerk for Justice Souter, author of a great book about uh, a really neat idea for improving election law called the Democracy Index, um, and, and a wonderful teacher and scholar. Uh, next, the third speaker will be Ray Laraja, Associate Professor of Political Science at the University of Massachusetts Amherst, author of many books and articles, including the forthcoming book, Money and Politics and Party Polarization in the States. I will say that Ray Laraja was was writing and thinking about campaign finance way before it was cool, uh, uh, in the sense that you know a lot of folks uh, are paying attention to campaign finance now and since the Citizens United ruling in 2010. But Ray was was cranking out articles on this uh, 10 years or more before that, and uh, and and because of that reason, he is is uh, perhaps 
is certainly one of the most distinguished scholars, maybe the most distinguished scholars writing in this area of campaign finance. Uh, and last, we have David Primo, associate professor of political science at Rochester, who has written many great articles on a wide range of topics, and especially uh, relevant to, to our panel here. Uh, David has been uh, conducting really interesting and innovative studies on the effects of campaign finance disclosure. And with that, I will turn it over to Trevor. Thank you all so much for coming. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power of our ideals, democracy, liberty, opportunity, and unyielding hope. Let me tell you something, you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbow. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently for letting you. Nobody is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not yes, we can. Yes, what your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. My poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. He wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcast for Stitcher Smart Radio Potable and more. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Public Access Public America. Access. History in the making. History. Making history in the making. In the making.